Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! and roll put another dime in the jukebox baby i love rock and roll come and take your time and dance with me wow joan jett she loves rock and roll i don't know loved i think joan jett's still around great song i remember it in junior high but you know who else loves rock and roll men love rock and roll We love those guitar riffs, baby. We love that percussion, that driving, thunderous rhythm. Music moves us. It can move us into action. You've heard me talk about working out to metal music now, man. It's awesome. But rock and roll's been kicking up since the 50s, man. And I think it was John Lennon who said it. One of the Beatles. Hey... Before Elvis, there was nothing. So hips started moving, music started pounding, and we've been moving forward from there. I'm going to talk about rock and roll a little bit. And then we're going to segue into something that I think is applicable with rock and roll and entertainment. But first, you know where you're at, right? You're on the Comfortable in Chaos podcast. I am your host, Eric Helberg. And rock and roll is important to men. And this is about all issues pertaining to men. How in the hell did we get here? And where is it that we are going to go? Men, here is where we're going this Sunday. Since we love rock and roll, I want you to check out a show that I recently found out about by a badass dude by the name of Keith Kramer. He's been a DJ all over the major markets for probably the past 30 years. And he has a podcast. You can actually find it on Podbean, a podcast on Podbean called Sunday Stripped. Sunday Stripped. What does stripped mean? No, it doesn't mean not close. It means stripped. Of all the more exciting elements of music, but getting down to the essence of music, whereby you're going to be hearing more acoustical tracks. Excuse me. He's bringing in all kinds of artists from his day, our day. He interviews them. He tells their stories. And you know a rock and roll star is going to have interesting stories from his childhood. What in the hell made him want to be different, go be a performer? Then he makes it. He becomes big, all of those struggles therein. How does he adapt? How does he maintain a family? And then ultimately, as the music dies down, although we're perpetuating music in a million different venues now, I mean, you got 80-year-old guys going out on tour these days. But he talks to all of them. And he plays amazing music where they're just sitting down with a, I mean, an acoustic guitar on a bench. And they're talking. And they're playing. And now we're getting down to the heart of the matter. This is Sunday Stripped with Keith 
Kramer, I owe that guy big time. He put me on his show in the form of an advertisement. And when you listen to the Comfortable and Chaos podcast, that amazing intro and outro music belongs to him. You can find Keith also on Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. And he can, he can handle all of your promotional needs. Love that guy. Been an immense help to me. So let's talk about rock and roll. Let's talk about entertainment. Have our churches become like a rock and roll stadium? Are our pastors just simply performers? Hmm. Do we go to church to actually worship? Or do we go to church to feel good? What happened to those old school churches, man? I mean, think back to Little House on the Prairie, the schoolhouse. Think about when Laura Ingalls was just kind of rolling through the rolling meadows there. You looked at that little church house. How many people get together? Yeah, they may press their blue jeans, put on a starch shirt, show up in the pew. Yeah, it was pews. Yeah, not luxury seats like you're on Emirates. Um, Not all these fancy chairs. They got in the pew. I don't know if they had any music. Maybe a young lady sang a song or two. They just read the Bible and talked. What would people say these days? Boring, boring. We need entertainment. You got to make us feel good. Know what's crazier? We have more people self-identifying with their religion, whatever sect, faith, denomination than ever before. I would venture to tell you that more people identify as Christians than ever before. Well, how in the hell could that be when we're more lawless than ever before? Lawless. Makes you want to think, huh? We know we're in the 21st century now. I always get confused on that. 19th, 20th, 21st. We're less than a quarter way through the 21st century right now. But let's go back in the 20th century. How many people, although religion as a whole was perpetuating itself, you know I love the word proliferating, throughout the world, but we had more people killed despite the institution of church and religious factions growing than ever before in our history. Now, certainly, a lot of it was at hands of communist regime regimes. Well, that's also a religious fight. Just because they are devoid of God and religion and it is a state institution, well, when they're enslaving, killing, disparaging people that want to espouse their own religion, that's still religious persecution. Think Lenin, Stalin, Pol Pot, all of those guys. Tens of millions of people dead. 
You know what's even crazier? Did you know probably by about 1939, I would say 39, okay, maybe the Nazis had risen up. That would be about probably five to six years into their reign. At that time, Germany identified itself as a predominantly Christian nation, primarily Protestant with Catholic um, uh, close second. But look at the horrors that they committed upon mankind. So predominantly Christian nation, killing people left and right, throwing the world into chaos. Well, dang it. I can walk up and down my street here. We, we kind of live in a rural area, so I'll have to do some serious walking. And I bet if I took a poll with my neighbors, most of them would say they identify as Christians. It's a little bit crazy. Of course, you'd get a couple of self-endowed atheists. These are just simply people that have these deeply held ideals that somehow... Maybe they're omnipotent. They're not beholden to anyone and that their mentality is actually superior to others. I would venture to tell you that is what an atheist is. I believe it's kind of foolhardy. And when all hell breaks loose, despite the predicament they find themselves in, and I never have really encountered many courageous atheists. I've never really seen them out on a limb, really striving to do something good despite heroic adversity. But like I said, when the stuff hits the fan, I wonder what they're thinking, who they rely on, who they cry out to. That's an interesting concept. But America is more lawless than ever before. And guys, we have churches everywhere. They're popping up everywhere. And this goes back to rock and roll. They're just entertainment. Man, they've got the drums. They've got the guitars. Sometimes they got the smoke going in there. You spend more time popping up, sitting down, listening to songs, clapping your hands. Your hands may go up. Hell, you may grab your neighbor, goose them. I don't know. But the crazy thing is, even when that's going on, most people are still yelling more loudly at a football game than they are when they're in church, even with all the music blazing. Hmm. More churches coming up than ever before. More entertainment being bestowed upon us, yet we're more lawless. So are people simply not believing their religion anymore? Are our pastors failing us? Is it all just a show? Or do people want to readily identify themselves to show others that they're good but still go out drinking and partying all night on Saturday night and barely get up, 
kick the dog, fight with the family. They roll in there on Sunday, sit, get some good music. I don't know, spend eight minutes on a couple of scriptures they put up on the screen. Buddy, out the door and back into the world, back into the world. How can I make that observation? Because, hell, I've done it plenty. You're not going to find me doing it anymore. If it's a Saturday night, there's going to be a diminishment of activity because we're going to be ready to go on Sunday morning. I've been there. And since we're talking about the world and how the church has become exactly like it and exactly like rock and roll, we're going to use that term, carnal Christians, carnal Christians. Most people associate carnality with some type of sexuality. It's any type of perversity or love of the world. Really, it's just the normal functioning of the world. And you make no distinction between your God-fearing life and everything else you do. Yeah, man, getting back to our music, and maybe he was more pop, but I kind of liked him as a kid. Remember old Rod Stewart? I mean, he was definitely rock when he was jamming with, uh, with Jeff Beck, one of the greatest guitarists. So He had a hardened edge then, but he, he kind of delved into more pop, but... He had an album and or a song called Young Turks that was really popular for him. That's one of these religious, uh, hmm, one of these religious massacres that have occurred. You never hear about it. The Armenian Genocide. The Armenian Genocide pre-World War I. That was still in the 20th century. The good old Young Turks, right? The Ottoman Empire rolled into Armenia and slaughtered. You know, a lot of estimates say a million Christians. But really, it's probably closer to a million and a half from some of the things that I read. Really, really crazy. And with all this religiosity around the world, we have more institutionalized religion than ever before. It's all accepted. It's all being practiced. I mean, doggone the heck happened in Africa and what still goes on over there 94 you had the Rwandan genocide that wasn't even religiously based that was just simply from points of origin and you could call that a caste system position in society genocide and or massacre and no one intervened all of us benevolent Christians Jews, Muslims, whomever sat by and watched it. That's in the mid-90s. Remember that word I just said, benevolence. All of us good, God-fearing, benevolent people and leaders sat by and watched it. I'm going to do an episode on benevolence. We're going to take that somewhere. So I guess what I'm getting at is despite more religion... Despite more people self-identifying as religious, whatever, whichever one they follow, are we getting any better? No, sirs. We're more lawless than ever before. So either that dog of religion and church has no teeth and will not bite? I would say yes. Certainly no talk about sin, no talk about hell. Feel good, 
take a message. Rock on, my brother. Getting back to our rock and roll. And I would say, other than most people's false belief in themselves, which they have created in order to meander through life, now they've married it with the church, which reinforces their own falsehood. Let's get real, men. Let's get real. Let's start walking in truth. And if you do it, <laughs> if you are truly doing it, you're going to lose some friends. You may lose some of the circles that you cruise around in. Maybe life isn't as easy as it was supposed to be when you just simply listen to Joyce Meyer. And have riches and goodness bestowed upon you. Huh. It's amazing how many people call themselves Christian. Or whatever. As long as life is going well for you. They brutally beat, subjected, crucified my, many of you's, risen Savior... And he flatly said it. I don't need to give you direct scripture right here. If you're going to take this walk with me, you will be persecuted in this life. That's why there's a narrow gate and a wide gate. Churches, pastors, men. If we are ever going to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Get on your damn bellies and low crawl. Grind. Stick through it. It's messy and dirty. But most of you aren't experiencing that, which tells me that may not be what you really are. I'm tired of being a poser. Aren't you? Until next time, on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I bid you boin voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable in Chaos podcast.